His Love Christian Fellowship is excited to share this podcast with you. We hope you enjoy this message. Awesome, Zach. Intro into what's supposed to happen today. Thank you, Jesus. That was awesome. Um, This is an amazing thing, but I had felt really strongly about businesses, and I had... I, I had been praying for Jacob. He's not here today. But I'd been praying for him because he is in government position of very hard, difficult place where we're praying for the children, and he's in this probation thing all the time. And yet his pay does not match what he's worth. And Zach just said it, and it's been that way in this county. Well, it's not to be that way anymore. Our farmers are not to be poor and barely making it. Are not, I mean, so we're in a place of believing for breakthrough. Mike and Marty are in a change, but God has promised a prosperity over them the whole time. It's time for that. And, Zach, I felt like when you did that, that it was a, a sign and a wonder. That's a sign and a wonder. And you're not going to believe what I'm going to share on today. But it was a sign and a wonder of what God wants to do. And ha- Is anybody hot besides me? Okay, it's hot. There's several others. Okay, no, Joseph Joseph Inman was saying hot too. Okay, anyway, it's a sign and a wonder, but it's a sign of what God wants to do. And so when the service is over, Zach, I want you to come up, but I want other businessmen and women, anyone that is in a place where you are pushing and the finances are not what they should be and you're not in a position because God wants to bless everyone in their positions, in their businesses, and in their situations so that great favor would come. And I believe that that was the... That's what I felt. It's so amazing you got up and shared that because I did not know that he was walking through that. So that was just like, Lord, you told me that. That I, I'll tell you another one. Josh and Brian do a spirit of excellence, not perfection. God isn't into perfection. He is not a perfectionist. He does not sit around and you got to have a perfect house and you got to look perfect and you got to be do blah, blah, blah. That, that is the enemy going, accuser, accuser, see, you'll never be perfect. But excellence is when you do things with all your might and when you do them for your very best. And God wants excellence in our community. And I said, he put Josh and Brian right downtown, and their coffee shop is excellence. It's excellence. They can't even make a sandwich without excellence. I mean, it's serious. Everything they do. But I want their pay to match. If they were somewhere else, they would be making buco. I'm, I'm serious. When we go other places, the the sandwiches they offer are usually twelve thirteen dollars. You know, I'm just I'm just telling you. But God has said He wants this area favored. Do you know that Owen County at one time was an Indian vacation land because it had so much beauty and riches, and God has that kind of beauty and riches for this place. But He, he needs a people who believe. And who are going, yes. And really, Zach put all his faith in the Lord in that. So 
It really, really totally fits what I'm going to share. So, Father, thank you. I pray that this message that you've been speaking to me, and, Lord, I believe all of us, and this constant new revelation would come to us so we can understand, Lord, why you want us to have riches, why you want us to display excellence, Lord, that it's not only a glory for you, but you love us. And, Lord, you don't want us scrimping all the time and and barely making it. God, I thank you that you are opening up heaven to us. And I pray that the word is opened up right now in Jesus' name. So the Lord started speaking to me about the atmosphere of heaven. And he said uh, that it was, okay, because I was praying, you know, we're praying heaven on earth. And I was praying and I was like, okay, the culture of honor. And if you go out to Reading and to Bethel, uh, they work on honor. All their students are there and they just work on honoring. And it doesn't matter what age you are, you don't feel any age there. You just are honored and you're, and so it's, it's a wonderful place. I mean, it's a wonderful atmosphere. But it is also a place where it's hard to plant family because nobody stays. It's a school. Schools don't stay, schools move. And so John and Jessica kind of found that out a little bit because, you know, they're trying to plant and other people are moving. And it's just like, okay. But we're not. And I thought, you know, we made friends when we were in Maine. We wanted to live in Maine because Maine is gorgeous. And we wanted to live there and we had the seacoast and all that. And I thought, it's funny that the connections we made in Maine, the families, were those just like the ones here. They're still there. They were planted. They were planted into the area to bring glory to the area, and they still are there. So we have these Mainer friends that are rooted in Maine, and, and, and so they're all about that. So we see the glory of God in Maine through them. We have found those people rooted here. It's like, well, we wanted to become rich here because if we go somewhere else, we'll have to totally make new family and totally make new things, and we've got to have more riches to do that. And God's going, well, why do, what if I bring heaven to, on earth here? And we're going, it's possible. It's possible. I mean, I remember when he brought Tony in. You know, he brought different ones into the area, and they went, okay, it's become home. We're going to plant and build. And that's the call. Well, anyway, so I was going, God, we want this culture of honor, and I want to understand it's, it's going to be like heaven. And then he gave me a vision years ago. Um, my mother, when she passed away, my mother was, and I didn't really understand this, but they came from an English family. And then I found out I was 83% English, so that probably said why. But I think I must have got the German side because I'm fiery. So saying all that, I don't know how all that happens and works. But anyway, they're very proper. And I watched an English movie. And in the English movie, the mother, I know she loved the daughter, but She could never say anything but to correct her, say what was wrong with her, and never, ever tell her she loved her. But she did, because that was the movie. And I went, oh, my goodness, that's my family. And I'm not always going, do you love me? Do you care? You know, and I honestly don't remember ever hearing a good thing said about me, because they just didn't do that. They told me what was wrong. I mean, that was just the way it was. So growing up in that, I deeply am thankful for my mother and deeply 
uh, honor her, and I'm so glad that she was my mother. And she, she really was into uh, truth. She really wanted things done right, and so th I'm thankful for that. But at the same time, it made me very insecure, and it made me very, very vulnerable because I wanted someone to tell me I was okay. You know what I'm saying? So we went to this crazy Pentecostal campground, and we were experimenting on where God was moving and all that kind of stuff. It was really fun. And so we went to Virginia, and how many went to Virginia? Yeah. Remember when we slept on those, uh, on those mattresses on that floor? Anyway, it was crazy. It was fun. And so, but I went there, and all of a sudden, I am out in the spirit, and I have a vision, and I am transported to heaven. Now, I'm just telling you, it happened. And I'm laying, and I didn't really understand the scripture, but I'm laying in this stream, and the stream is flowing over me, and I can breathe the water. And it was just wonderful, and it was, it was invigorating. And, and, of course, worship was going on in the background. Now, this camp, it's a campground, so I think I was laying on a dirt floor. I mean, you know, it might have been concrete, but there wasn't much there. Because for those that were there, you, you can envision that. But I didn't care because I didn't know anything other than what I was seeing. And all of a sudden, this absolutely gorgeous woman came up to me. And she was covered in gold. And she was one of the most beautiful women I had ever seen. And she came and took my hand and pulled me up out of the water. And she looked at me. And it was my mother. And I mean, in, in this vision, I was shocked. And I went, Mom. And I, I mean, Mom was a believer, you know. So I wasn't surprised she was in heaven. I was surprised at the glory all over her. And she said, Oh, Teresa, I'm so sorry I didn't see you on earth. I could never see you. And it was true. She could never love me because she couldn't see me. And she said, but I'm, I'm not only sorry, but I pray for you now, and I want God to do what he wants you to do in your life, and I'll always pray for you. And I do believe they pray in heaven until time is finished. Anyway, saying all that, uh, the Lord spoke to me about that vision, and, of course, it healed me. It brought healing in my soul. I was like, my mother's for me. <laughs> my mom is for me. She's in heaven, and she's praying for me. And, I mean, there was a wholeness that began to come in me of who I was. But saying all that, uh, the Lord said, so what did you see about that atmosphere? And I said, well, my mom was covered in gold. Well, you know, the streets are gold. I mean, she just was glorious, glory. And gold and glory and honor all are uh, the simultaneously the three same word. Gold, glory, and honor are all the same word. In the Hebrew and, and in the different things, that they all represent the same thing. So she was covered with this glory. She gave me honor, and she asked me to forgive her. Okay, so I'm like, she saw with eyes of gold. You know, when we say, see the gold in people, that's heaven's eyes. Because heaven sees the gold. Set heaven sees the glory in you. He sees what you were made for. Heaven sees that. So that's that culture of honor. But this was the thing that he spoke to me. He said, you're missing something. And I think it was because I was praying for more. And he said, what else did you see about her? And I went, oh, my goodness.
goodness, my mother was humble. She was humble. I'd never seen her humble on earth ever because you can't be right and be humble. It, it, it just don't happen. And she was humble. And I'm going, so she had humility. And I'd, I heard a proverb just immediately come, before honor comes humility. Before favor comes humility. And he said, but what about that humility? She was glorious. She had no shame. She was not asking me to forgive her in shame and worthlessness or rejection. It was not there. Humility is not worthlessness. It is not shame. It is not rejection. It is not um, poverty. None of that is humility. In fact, some of the proudest people I know are the poorest. It has nothing to do with humility. Humility, and that's what I'm, I want to teach on because he's been speaking it to me. God's been speaking to me about the atmosphere of heaven being humility. Humility is not shame. It's not worthlessness. It's not poverty. It's not rejection. All the things that Zach said he was breaking through, it's not. Humility is a gift from God we receive. Now, this is the thing you got to understand. It's a gift, and you receive it by choice. Every single one of you is powerful in this room, and you choose. You have been given a will and a choice, and humility is absolutely a choice of your will. Now, what I'm going to say is this whole earth, and this is, this is just a thought, side thought, hopefully not a rabbit trail, but I'm thinking we came from God. He created us. He knew us before we were born. What is so hard about giving him back his leadership? But you were given a will whether he was going to lead or not. In all your ways, trust in the Lord and with all your heart. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. He will. You can trust him for that, but what? It, why is it so hard to let go of control? You get to, and he has the power. So humility is a gift, our free will, to choose to give our leadership to him. People who come to the Lord have to have a measure of humility or they'll never come to Jesus. They'll never say, Jesus, I want you to be my leader. Jesus, I want you to lead me all day long. I want you to lead me all my life. That is a free will choice. And it was humility. Jesus, the most perfect human ever, chose to walk in humility. He was God. By giving his rights, his own will to his Father. Humility is a choice. It's a choice. So I want you to hear that. For those who sit around saying, I'm not humble, I have a problem with pride, I'm going to tell you it's a choice. It is not, it's a gift, gift from God for us. Humility is the culture of heaven. Um, here's some of the scriptures. He makes all things, all things new. Heaven was new. Insolence lowers a man. But the humble-minded is established in the glory of God. Humiliation follows the proud. That's not humility, by the way. 
and honor and glory and favor shall uphold the humble of spirit. Zach just gave a demonstration of heaven on earth. When he humbled himself, he waited on the Lord. It was a choice. It was a choice over and over and over. Lord, I don't like what's going on here. I'm unhappy. I choose you, Lord. I choose you, Lord. That I'm telling you, it was a perfect demonstration. I was going, oh, my goodness. Humiliation followeth the proud, and glory shall uphold the humble of spirit. Proverbs 15, 33. The fear of Jehovah is the discipline of wisdom. Wisdom disciplines us, yay. Before honor goes humility. If you want God to lift you up, you've got to choose humility. You've got to choose to humble yourself. The fear of the Lord teaches wisdom, and humility precedes honor. I'm telling you, it's all through the word. I go, Lord, how do we get the culture of honor? You choose humility, and honor comes in your heart, and, it, and you begin to see people as gold. And it also comes to you because it's a twofold uh, blessing. It's a twofold blessing. Humility brings honor, but it also gives honor. It's twofold, but it's a gift. Humility is a gift. Before a man's downfall, his mind is arrogant, but humility precedes honor. Humility leads to honor. Uh, before being broken, the heart of the uh, heart of a man is haughty. Before coming into honor, uh, the wait a minute. Before coming into honor comes being brought to humility. Humility comes from an identity of security you can choose maybe you're not going to get the favor you want today but you get to choose to go low and trust God his leadership and he said honor will come he said it there is so many promises God gives grace to the humble he will honor you um, I think I might have had another verse Yes, listen to this one. And I, Zach, <laughs> so, uh, it's so crazy. First Peter 5, 5. In every relationship, this is honor, each of you should wrap around yourself the apron of a humble servant because God resists you when you're proud. God himself has to resist pride because it's not his nature. God is not proud. Isn't that amazing? He resists you when you're proud, but multiplies grace and favor on you when you're humble. Thank you for the demonstration. Humble yourself under God's mighty hand, and at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Cast all your worries and cares on him, for he truly cares for you. It's not the words of man. It's not the words of man that will lift you up. It's the encounters of God. And when you're waiting on the words of man to lift you up, you've got your eyes on man. But when you're looking on the encounters from God to lift you up, and a lot of you have been through things where it's like, Lord, is it time? Wait on the Lord. He will. He will. And in the process, the discipline causes you to choose humility over and over. And so you're just becoming like Jesus because I'm just going to tell you. How can you believe or if, if you accept, Jesus said this, 
and seek and live for praise that comes from one another and yet make no effort, have no focus to obtain the praise that comes from God alone. Let's see if I... Humility is the atmosphere of heaven. Before honor comes humility. I'm just... Humility requires trust. You cannot be humble and not trust the Lord. Trust the Lord. You've got to give up your control. Humility, before humility, is pride, and pride has control. If you're going to let go, you've got to have humility. And it's got to be in the Lord. Humility requires trust. Humility lets go of control. Humility says, I only do what I hear my father say. Humility prays, kingdom come, come, God's honor and rulership on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus said, son of God, son of man, creator of the universe, by his word he spoke and the worlds were created. Come on. Come on, our maker saying be this. Our maker does it. Is it really that hard to follow? I mean, it isn't. John 3:38. Here's the reason I came down from heaven. Not to pursue my own agenda, but to do what he desires. I'm here on behalf of the Father who sent me. I'm here on behalf of the Father who sent me. I'm here in Owen County. You all can say this because you're all here. <laughs> uh, for me, a wife, a mother, a preacher, etc., on behalf of my father. I am here on behalf of my father that he would be glorified. We were called here on behalf of our father that he would be glorified. If wherever you're living, he wants glory. He wants, he wants that. Our agenda and call, if we choose to take it, I like that. Was that Mission Impossible? <laughs> okay. Our agenda or call, if we choose to take it, he sent me to care for all he has given to me. He sent me to care for all he has given to me so that nothing and no one will perish. In the end, on the last day, he wants everything to be resurrected into new life. So if you want to know the will of the Father... If you want to know the will of the Father for you, know this. Everyone who sees the Son and believes in him will live eternally. And I am the one who will resurrect him. Okay, um, I forgot something today, just a little thing. So I need to borrow it. A Bible. <laughs> Passion be great, or any of them, it don't matter. I think they all say. I just like it. I want you to hear this, and I know all of you have read this over and over again, but I want you to hear it in light of that you can choose. I want you to hear what God's remedy for unity and love for our nation, for our lives is, and we get to choose it. Philippians 2, and i got to find it. If you have the passion, you can read along with me. <laughs> yeah, okay. 
Philippians 2. Look how, at how much encouragement you found in your relationship with the anointed one. You're filled to overflowing with his comforting love. You've experienced a deepening friendship with the Holy Spirit and have felt his tender affection and mercy. So I'm asking you, my friends, that you be joined together in perfect unity. I love that. Can he do it in us? Can he do it in this area? Can he do it in our nation? Let's pray. Let's believe it. With one heart, one passion, and united in love, walk together with one harmonious purpose, and you will fill my heart with unbounded joy. Be free from pride-filled opinions, for they will only harm your cherished unity. Don't allow self-promotion to hide in your hearts, but in authentic humility, put others first. The only way you can put someone else first is by choice. It really, really is. And in marriage, you learn how to do that. And if you don't, they might shove you out of the way till you do learn to do it. <laughs> no, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do, honestly. You push and shove when you first get married. Nobody here, I'm not talking physical here, nobody here is push and shove with your mate, right? Nobody. You were all just united perfectly when you got married. And our kids are too, and they're going to see that example, so they're not going to ever think they'll ever have to deal with having to go lower. How many of you had to go lower? How many would like them to go lower? <laughs> okay, so this scripture, this scripture to me was always an impossibility until I saw it was my will and my choice, and it's not an impossibility. Don't allow self-promotion to hide in your hearts, but in authentic humility. Put others first and view others more important than yourself. I grew up hearing a Bible scripture quoted to me and my brothers, and it didn't do any good at all because there wasn't honor in our household. Demonstrate this. Honor one another in honor preferring one another. Kids? In honor, preferring one another. Kids? And, you, and we're all like, I, got, I, I had the scripture memorized, but I always thought it was one of them that it didn't matter. Okay. <clears throat> so here's what the word says. Don't allow self-promotion to hide in your hearts, but in authentic humility. And you know how you can become humble like that? It is by choice, but it's also knowing how loved you are how valuable you are. If you don't have your identity made whole, you'll always want someone else to do it for you. Please verify me because I don't feel verified. And God has been working on our relationship with him and our identity, hadn't he? All of us. How many here could say this season has been a season of him teaching us we're valuable in him? It is. 
Uh, I'll go on, but that's a really good verse. I don't think you'd have too many fights if you had that one. But in authentic humility, put others first and view others more important than yourselves. Abandon every display of selfishness. Possess a greater concern for what matters to others instead of your own interests. And consider the example that Jesus, the anointed one, has set before us. Let his mindset become your motivation. So here is the picture of humility. He existed in the form of God, spoke the world into existence. He was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. I was just like, whoa. Yet he gave no thought to seizing equality with God as his supreme prize. I love that because, Zach, I felt like you were saying that even with this man who's wanting to back down some, and that's what I see in the generations. Some, uh, You know, we're, we're backing off. We're wanting you guys to move forward more and more. I mean, it, there's probably no greater joy than hearing Zach's going, I haven't even said anything yet. I'm like, I love hearing you speak. I love hearing all of you share. I love what God has done. And so we're looking at generations beginning to move to the top. And yet, he stayed in honor and humility with this man who'd walked all this. That's a picture of it. I love that. He said he emptied himself of outward glory by reducing himself to the, to the form of a lowly servant. I, it's amazing. He became human, born in a stable. He humbled himself and became vulnerable choosing to be revealed as a man, and was obedient. He was a perfect example even in his death, a criminal's death by crucifixion. Because of the obedience, God exalted him, here's the glory, and multiplied his greatness. He has now been given the greatest of all names. So the question is, in humility and choice, do you want your honor to come from men, or do you want it to come from God? Do we want the blessing of God on this county? Or do we want the blessing of men? Now, I believe that the blessing of men does come with the blessing of God. I do. But I'm just going to say the riches we're asking for have got to come from heaven. The ideas, the creativity, the works that we want to see in this area. But I'm going, you put us here. Owen County is a good place. We have begun to declare how good it is. And surrounding areas, which means all the areas. You guys know we've always said surrounding areas because we're in all of them. And I'm just going, God, I choose to believe that you're going to show your glory. Ron and I, and I, this isn't that we're dying. We're not dying. But it, we may not be here when you see things. I mean, I'll tell you one that I, I know. Sally, Sally Burton is not here. But she would be so excited to see what's happened in Israel. She would just be, I know she's dancing on the streets in heaven. Because, and I watched her pray, and I watched her fast, and I watched her seek. And she's not getting to see it, but she's seeing it. And what I'm saying is you're going to build on our, our ceilings, and you're going to build, and you're going to build. And I'm believing it's going to be a bigger and better and larger facility and work than where we are because we've just been digging stones and laying foundations, and now the building go is going up. Anyway, um, that was it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
Okay. Wow, I did so good today. Okay. Um, what I want to do is I want everyone that um, is in business or in a situation where you're not getting paid enough and you've been, you're not even making what you should be making. I, I'm serious. And, and, and if it's all of you, then okay. You know, we may have a big crowd up here, but I want you to come up and I want there to be a prayer of agreement that God is going to release not only the, is he, we, are we choosing humility, but he is going to release the glory Owen County has, has been known as a humiliating place, and I believe God is removing humiliation off this area. It's not a place of poverty anymore. No more. It is a place of glory, and I'm believing for more businesses. Well, since we've been here, and we began to pray for that 34 years ago, Cook came in, Boston came in. Uh, we have watched all kinds of changes since we've been here, asking God to bless this area. And so, anyway, um, I would like anyone that's in that place of praying for those things to come up, please. Thank you for listening to this message. 